Hello, hi, everybody. This is Jeff Reinbold. This is the Jeff Reinbold Show. And I got to tell you, you've got to say thank you, or we've got to say a big thank you to 888 Sports, the official betting sponsor of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland. Mike, they are sponsoring our show, and it's great to be partnered up with 888 Sports. Big time, Jeff. Looking forward to some content rolling through the season, uh, which we're so close tonight. Um, it's it, it's getting there. Preseason's rolling in. Um, and you, you've got a Manchester date in sale, Jeff. I, I know we've got fans from both the UK and Ireland here, and um, you're going to Band on the Wall on the 2nd of December. Um, I'd say you're I'd say you're pretty excited right now, Jeff. Well, you know what, Michael? The 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 shows we did in Belfast and Dublin last year that were both sold out shows really illustrated to me that there was a tremendous desire in both the UK and Ireland for more football, more content, more exposure, more talking ball. And so we're going to take this show on the road and we're going to record live segments of this show in Manchester. And our plans are Glasgow, Belfast, Dublin, and can I say it? Limerick? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it. I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, anybody that's taking the time to listen to this is being decent with their support and the fact that they're actually listening to this and engaging speaks an awful lot. Um, there are tickets available for the 2nd of December. I'll put the link in the bio. You can also search and listen to Jeff's podcast separately by searching the Jack Reinbold show. Secondly, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have Dublin as a go-home show before the Super Bowl. Um, and Belfast, I just locked in your date this evening. I haven't told you yet. So uh, it will it will be after. Um, for people listening to this, it will be after the championship games in January. Uh, it may not be at a weekend, but it will be just before Jeffrey heads back to the United States of America. Looking at Limerick, for people in the UK, we're 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 looking at Glasgow. That's that's still TBC, and um, and I guess folks, if you if you want Jeff to come near you, please do let us know. I, and I will say that uh, for Manchester, there are tickets still available. You know there 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 is a travel cost in that for us, and not just that. You know, we we are taking it up a notch. We're we're hiring out top notch venues, and that's what's built into the cost. And that's that's really it, it's for the love of football, but. Uh, just in case I had some people ask me about that, and that that that's what it is, and it's, it's like that every time. It, we want, like Jeff, we, we want to have um, you know, a, a show where people enjoy it, but more so they're they're in a really good atmosphere, and like th- this this location in Manchester is a theatre, so it's going to be really really cool. Well, I think, and the and the the difference with this show and the show that we've done in the past is that we'll actually tape a live episode of the show, so that the fans. You know, this show started because it was about the fans. It was a way to give the fans a voice, and that's never changed. And now we actually are going to have an interactive audience, and yeah. you'll have a chance to be on the show, to be a guest on the show. When we say the show, the show is not just myself and Michael. The show is the friends and, and fans that we bring to the show. And, you know, whether that's bringing guests on from, the, from North America by Zoom for segments of the show, bringing guests up on stage with us, talking ball in the most, you know, real way as possible. Just like we were in a meeting room talking about, you know, what the Cowboys are doing with their defense or, you know, why Justin Herbert is struggling or any of the different topics that, you know, that we would handle 
on this show. We're going to take them on the road live and get audience participation. I think it's going to be just an absolute blast. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'd say for people like, you know, we're, we're going to, Dublin will definitely be recorded because of the time element prior to the Super Bowl. I'd say for the majority of different shows, if there are some on Saturday, it is a wee bit difficult for people that aren't there to hear that before the NFL Sunday starts, but certainly we'll look at doing audio. But of course, you know, there'll be interactive shows, interactive podcasts openly. We are looking at Glasgow. We hope to announce that very soon. If you are in the Northwest, please consider coming to Manchester and supporting Jeff and the show. Uh, it will be a great night and uh, I'm sure Jeff will have more to talk about that in a bit. Jeff, just very quickly before we talk about the Ezekiel Elliott news. Um, big day for your Legion out of the weekend. I, I believe Tom Brady was in attendance. How did that go? Hey, well, uh, listen, right now, I'm just we're just trying to get to next week, right? We're trying to get to next week and get the next the next W next W and hopefully climb crawl back into the premiership. You know, we talked about having a show and leave, and I think that it would be amazing if we could do one from Ellen Road. I mean, I think that would be just that most incredible thing. There's so many places, Mike, and, and you know, as as I've been now, it's almost 15, 18, 20 years since mm -hmm. I've been in London and really started to get to know the fans in the UK and the fans around Ireland and Scotland and Wales and all, you know, all the places that we go. And, you know, it is a tremendous opportunity and tremendous honor, really, to talk football with our fans. The game has grown so much. The knowledge of the game has grown so much. There's, there's so many more fans that are passionate, really, truly passionate about NFL football. And again, I want to make sure that we get a great shout out to 888 Sports, who is sponsoring this podcast and is the official betting sponsor of the NFL in the UK and Ireland and help make this possible. I'm I'm very grateful to him because it's going to enhance your live shows and that's something that we'll talk about at a later date. Let's say, obviously, fantastic. Let's talk, Let's talk yeah. ball. Let's talk ball because you know what? I'm going to say this and, I, and, and again, this is not a knock on anybody, right? But this is just what I feel is a reality. I think the Patriots taking Zeke as they did today is not a consolation prize. I wouldn't say it like that. But when you look at the, the number of backs that were out there in free agency and the number of backs that were unsigned and guys that, you know, I just, there, here's the thing about him. If he's motivated and in shape, right, here's what he we will bring the Patriots. He is a guy that can bleed yards. He is a tough tough runner he's he's not as elusive as Pollard he's not a quote home run hitter he's not that guy that's gonna you know pop a zone and go 80 but he's not Raheem Mostert in that regard but what he is is extremely durable extremely tough and a very very good pass protector and I think that's important for that Patriot offense he does give them a presence he's a veteran he's been a winner his whole career so those are all positives, but when you look around and you say, you know, is he going to be a difference maker for the Patriot offense? I can't tell you that. I think that's a really important part to make point to make. You know, we had somebody on the Pro Football Ireland podcast earlier this evening, and the podcast will go out next week. Who's quite well known in Ireland, 
big into his Patriots and was talking very you know well about his, his Patriots and um I think there's uh, there there is an element of realism around the Patriots expectations this season and I would say that if this does this flux continues for New England you sort of look at Bill Belichick and you look at Don Shula's record and you wonder exactly how long is he going to keep going for and that's a whole different conversation but when Zeke comes in for six million for one year for one year you wonder well, what was he being offered by the Cowboys three and a half four maybe to back up Tony Pollard you're going into a room now with Pierre Strong Kevin Harris JJ Taylor Ty Montgomery CJ Marble and never mind Stevenson like that is a packed room the guy had 800 rushing yards an average of 3.8 yards per, yards per carry last season it's 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 very difficult to see how New England are going to compete in that division this year and that is not me being down on New England I just feel that the way that it is at the minute the fact that the biggest storylines coming out of camp is that of Malik Cunningham I think that that, that is a, like if I'm a Patriots fan I'm a wee bit concerned here one preseason game in, and look there's a long way to go in this preseason but when you've got the Rogers factor in New York the Bills trying to take another step up and the fact that two is healthy there you go I think they're in trouble and it's down to the Patriots to prove people and idiots like me wrong and I feel that bringing in a guy like Ezekiel Elliott is like going to you know a shop and getting that non-branded product you know you had the chance to get Dalvin Cook you didn't get Dalvin Cook so it's 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 a weird one for me Jeff it's it's a strange one um, I I wouldn't have the expectations very high in New England this year, and that's not me being rude. I just I looked at the schedule, and I, I I don't see how they make the playoffs as a stand. But I could be completely wrong. People go back August the fourteenth, August fifteenth on the podcast, and search for this in six months. Um, I think there will be movement there. Um, did you watch much of the preseason like action of the weekend? All right, all right. Now I now we're talking. Now we're talking because, you know what? The guy in the hood, he's got you right where he wants you. Low expectations, right? Oh, but, yeah, hold on, hold on. It has never been this low. Like, this is, like, we're, we're, we're down in the doldrums. Yeah, but, you know, has the hype ever been higher in New York? Has the hype ever been higher in Buffalo or ever been higher in Miami, right? So he, here's, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're going to be a great football team, but I'm telling you, he's got exactly what he wants. Right, he's all the focus and all the attention and everything else is on what everybody else, and we know that we know from history that the Patriots use the preseason differently than other teams. Right, he doesn't care about the preseason results. What he wants to see is the player. He wants to evaluate the players. Right, and he talked about the Cunningham kid, who's going to be really an an interesting guy. How will they use him? Right. As you go back through the history of that organization, when Troy Brown played wide receiver and defensive back, when Edelman was the slot receiver and the nickelback, they've always been really in, you know, really on the cutting edge of, you know, how to use the talent that a player possesses. I think it's going to be fascinating to see because that kid, you you saw juice with that kid, you saw some electricity with that kid. I think the Patriots, you know. I would never, never count them out. And I no, do I think they're going to win the division? We talked about that. No, I don't think they're going to be win the division. But I do think they're going to be a pain in everybody's ass in that division because they're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out. 
They're going to be well coached. They're going to be disciplined. They're going to play good defense, right? And if Mac Jones, if Mac Jones, right, takes a step under a under an offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, that's a true offensive coach. I mean, last year the coordinators in that offense in that room were a special teams guy and a defensive guy, right? And it was co-coordinators. It was a mess. It was just, there was no, with Bill O'Brien, there's going to be underneath Belichick, it's going to be, that's the next voice, right? So, you know, I think the thing that would concern me about the Patriots is what I don't see is I don't see difference maker players on offense, right? Yeah. And I agree with you where we talk about, you know, the guys they missed on. If they paid $6.6 million for a running back that had a 3.8 yards per carry average behind a pretty good offensive line, then what were they willing to pay for Dalvin Cook? It, 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 this is the epitome of it. That is such a non-Balachic move this time of the year. And I agree with you. He has people where he wants them in the sense of, well, people aren't thinking about it. People are thinking about it mainly because of what he's done the last 15 years. This is not like a, a situation where teams like the Cardinals or the Rams, for example, the Rams, right? So I, I'm talking from like a UK, Irish, European, unless you're an NFC West fan or a Rams fan, are you thinking of the Rams right now? No, you're not, unless you're a sort of hardcore football junkie. And if you are, that's great. But like, it just doesn't sit. I'm, I'm telling you, right? I have been writing articles about the Patriots for the last three weeks, four weeks. And the expectation is high in Boston, as it should be. And I don't think people are going to let Bill Valachek get away with it this year. I think one or two bad seasons, absolutely. But this is a really telling year for this franchise, man. 100%. All right. One of my colleagues, one of the guys I coach with, has a Super Bowl ring. From his time in New England with Belichick, I asked him the very same question. I said, "Would Kraft have the stones to fire him?" And he looked me dead in the eye. He said, "Mr. Kraft likes to win, right?" And he said, "That's the most important thing." Now. Do I think he's going to get fired? No, I don't think he's going to get fired. But I don't think that if they don't have a playoff season, that it's going to go over well, right? So, again, there's a lot. And that's all that's the speculation game that we're playing right now. This is what I think he loves about this time right now is, you know, everybody everybody wants to blast them. Why? Because you've been in that division. If you're a Buffalo fan, you've been in, I heard it on on the radio here, WJR in Buffalo, and I, I listened to it, and it was amazing. The, they were talking about the history pre, prior to the Bills game this weekend. They were talking about the history of the Bills, right, and the heartbreak against, against you know, the New England and how many times New England beat them and, you know, all the scores and all of it, and it was just like, People want blood now. Now they want payback, and they think they got the Patriots on their knees, and they're just going to bully them and beat up on them. I'm just saying, 
I don't think it's going to be that easy. Extra segment for two minutes. Jeff, we've got some breaking news. Right. We've had to add on to this podcast manually after you've talked about Ezekiel Elliott. Dalvin Cook, my man, is going to the Jets. It's just been announced. For people wondering, I've, I've put this onto the podcast in the same episode. The Jets have got Dalvin Cook. Um, obviously, the top free agent running back that's been available. The Jets load up one-year deal, $8.6 million. So we've just talked about Ezekiel Elliott, Jeff. Just very quickly, that's that's obviously a, a, a big sign for the Jets. Rodgers gets somebody he really wants. And, you know, you, you look at that team now, Jeff, they are, oh, like they're, I wouldn't say they're scary, but they're definitely up there. you got Brees Hall, Alvin Cook, Gar Wilson, McCole Hartman, Alan Lazar, Corey Davis, Randall Cobb, CJ Azuma, Jeremy Rucker, Tanner Conklin, and Aaron Rodgers. And you're about as well. That's for the Jets, isn't it? So here's the thing I'm going to say about this. You know, when Rodgers took that, quote, pay cut, right, I think this is all tied together. And we said on our show earlier that this is where we thought Dalvin Cook was going to end up, right? And, you know, this is perfect. This is perfect for Dalvin Cook, and it's perfect for the Jets. And what I think has been really, really interesting is listen to some of the comments coming out of the running back road with the Jets. And it was the right things. It was the things you would want your players to say when they realize that they know when Dalvin Cook comes into that room, touches are going to be sacrificed, right? Brees Hall, how many touches are you going to get? You know, where do, where's my pecking order? I think they realize, and they are all in on the fact that they're, they want to win a Super Bowl. And this is, again, another example of Woody Johnson and the Johnson family and, and, you know, Douglas and everybody that's involved with the New York Jets saying, we're pushing our chips to the center of the table and we're going to be a player in this Super Bowl race. And I'm going to tell you something, it just got spicier in the AFC East. Oh, <laughs> right enough. Hey, people wonder about Dalvin Cook's tag when that has been blatantly added into the middle of this podcast because it's midnight here. We're going to get it out right now. Jeff, um, that's the end of the Salvin Cook segment. And I'm just going to end it now. And we're going to go back to our original conversation. A um, couple of things, because we've got about five, six, seven minutes left in this podcast because we're going to do a question podcast after. I feel like, you know, we, we, we've talked about this on FaceTime, but since we don't, because it's been a few days since we've done the podcast, and I hope obviously Jeff will not go into this, but I said to you privately, I hope everything's good in Hawaii with everyone and, like people not even associated with podcasts, it's awful to see what's happening. I know it was, a, it was a bit of a quiet week last week for us in that sense, chatting. And we talked a little hard knocks on FaceTime. Myself and Jason Hayes done a podcast. We're doing a weekly podcast on hard knocks. And I have to say, we've done it, I think, a couple of days after we spoke to you. Really enjoyed it, man. And people that listen to the podcast where they say, oh, this is good. I'm like, oh, happy days. But I watched it back again. And like, I'm, I'm just really pumped to see the next episode. I've never been as excited to see a New York Jets team. In my lifetime, anyway, and, I, and I'm 32 years of age. Um, are we looking at a? Are we looking at a Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay scenario here? Because I, it just feels like, in the middle of August, it you know feels what? like it's, it feels like it's written in the stars, Jeff. I'm just going to come out and say, it. what's amazing to me about it is right, how there's been a seismic shift in people's perception of Aaron Rodgers 
off of the little bits of hard knocks that we've seen. Yeah. Right. And I think that's Aaron Rodgers controlling the narrative and using this opportunity to get his message out and get his, you know, image out and be his brand out and all of that. And and I don't I don't I don't begrudge him that. I think that's what players do today. That's just part of it. For the Jets, I am, you know, you really get a chance to see a team that frankly I don't think Joe Douglas gets the credit he deserves for the football team he's put together. That is a very, very good football team. When is the last time, Michael, we've seen the rookie of the year on offense and the rookie of the year on defense be from the same football team? I mean, that's that's a phenomenal draft. And then you add in guys like Elijah Vera Tucker and, you know, they've got players, right? They have got players at every position, at every level. Um, you know, I, I just think that this football team, you look at it and you say, do they have enough on defense? Well, him. I mean, they got some war daddies in that front you know, on defense, and they got Sauce Gardner, who's, who's everybody say, is saying right now, you don't talk about Jalen Ramsey anymore, right? Oh. You don't talk about Minka Fitzpatrick anymore. You, who are you talking about? You're talking about Sauce, right? And even Diggs in Dallas, you, 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 you know, they're all taking a back seat to this young kid. So I, I just think that there's there's positive energy in New York that we have never seen before. I mean, and I go back much further than you, obviously, Michael, and, you know, the 68 Jets with Joe Namath and, you know, Emerson Boozer and Max Snell and, you know, Don Maynard and, Jerry Philbin and those guys that won that Super Bowl in 68. Well, just I know it's different times, but you compare the relative talent in those two teams, and this team is much more talented, much more talented. And I think, and it's a, yeah, this is a statement. This is a real statement. Oh, here we go. But, you know, Joe Namath is a legend. He's the, he's the all-time Jet, right? The all-time Jet. I don't think Joe Namath is the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is or was the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is. I think Aaron Rodgers moves better. Aaron Rodgers is more accurate. You look at you know you look at you look at their statistics, right? Joe Namath played most of his career on one leg. Right? He was so bad. Rodgers can still move around enough. We've seen that on the show. He's taking really good care of his body. You know, the ball comes out of his hand so smooth. And think about this one. Look at the development of the young kid behind him in the month that they've been together. I mean, he, he looked like a completely different kid. Completely different. Huge. Uh, let me see if we can draft you in for episode two. We'll, uh, obviously, it's important now to state the people. Hard knocks on Sky Sports NFL. Thursdays, 9 o'clock. Add on to zone game pass quite soon after that or if you're like Jeff and you can actually watch it in time uh, 9 o'clock 10 o'clock HBO Max choose this or if you're like me Wednesday morning because I can time travel or I, I get a flight to America and watch it of course anywho uh, finally I have to give the performance of the week to my 
honorary Irishman Ian O'Connell for the Las Vegas Raiders did you know Jeff before I even talk about his stats against the Niners Aidan O'Connell family he is oh my god as, uh, oh, here we were at. so he's the middle of four rounds he went to, he went to Purdue his brothers are Sean Patrick Liam and Seamus and uh, hell of a night against the Niners 15 of 18 141 yards one touchdown are we looking at a new starting quarterback in Las Vegas? Is that my overreaction of the century? I'm joking. But that, that guy has got a future in the league for sure. Man. Well, I think, you know what, and, and you bring up a great topic that I was hoping we were going to get a chance to talk about. One of the things that's most exciting to me about this coming season is, and watching the rest of the preseason is, the number of young players that are really, really performing at a high level in training camp. Now, it's training camp. I get it. But you talk about McConnell's first Think about all the firsts he had in that day, right? Mm. First NFL, first pro, first NFL, first halftime, first touchdown, first completion, first time sack. All I mean, that is such an incredible day for a young kid, right? That, you know, we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about him in the offseason. You know, you look at the, the young guy from UCLA, Dorian, I, out of uh, UCLA, the quarterback out of UCLA. And, you know, he looks like, wow, he's a fifth-round fifth draft choice, right? So, you know, the guy that I said in the draft I really, really like, Tank Dell, he had a great first game. Yeah. Right? I mean, and you go through the NFL, and it's like every single division has really, really good young players. I heard a guy say this the other day, and I it really made me go, whoa. He, he was talking about Aiden Hutchinson in Detroit, who's going into his second year. And this is an NFL analyst that I put some stock in what he has to say. He said he thinks that that kid is capable of a 20-sack season. 20-sack season? A 20-sack season. Think about that. And that's a young kid. That's a that's a foundational piece that you have in Detroit next to Penny Sewell, right? And and you, you go out and you look at the guys that they brought in and you just say, is this the year the Lions are for real? And how much do you love Dan Campbell embracing the expectation, not running from it, embracing it, right? I just I freaking love it. It's why we love the NFL actually more fun I think this is the, more, the most fun I've had in the preseason ever and it, and we're just scratching the surface I mean we're just getting started we're just getting started man and hey, people listening hey, just hey cowboy fans how about your boy Deuce I mean it looks like you, you watch the video special you watch the video and he's got that helmet maybe we, they call it a helmet condom on on his head the concussion device yeah. And he looks like there was a cartoon once, right, called The Martian. He looks like The Martian. It's this little tiny guy with this gigantic head. And he's out there just breaking ankles two for one against Jacksonville the other night. I mean, what a great story. His dad's a scout for the Cowboys. And here's this guy at 5'5", five, 5'5", five, 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 like, you could eat peanuts off his head. He's 5'5". Five, five. But he looks so small in the field. It just and, and and when he when he goes down and then gets up again, you can really see it. Then you can see it. It's just like 
It's not. I, I want to say also, Jeff, the Jaguars' backup quarterback in that game. Nathan Rowe. Nathan Rowe. Wow. That play was sensation. That that kid is a Canadian. He's a Canadian. Played in. He played at Ohio University. Came up here. Played in the CFL for two seasons. Tore it up. Right. Tore it up. Signed in the offseason with Jacksonville. And his play against Dallas, where he fights off the rush, going down and throws a dart 25 yards into the end zone, it might be the play of the preseason, right? And and again, an undrafted guy who came up here to the CFL and proved in two seasons up here that he's a player, he's got to be, I mean, if you're the Jaguars, you think he's the lottery. These guys are spending all this money on and first-round draft choices on quarterbacks that can't play, and you go out and find one that, I mean, he, he's making money now, but he ain't making money like he's a first-round pick, but he's playing like he's a first-round pick. And that's, when you hit home runs like that, you know you're doing something right. It just seems like there's a lot more talent now in the league, at like the lower echelons of it. It's, it's interesting. Just finally... Um, so this is going out on Tuesday. Uh, European flag football championships this weekend in Ireland's pretty cool. Your girl Phoebe's playing for GB. I mean, are are you on the GB side or Ireland side, or do you just want to be you have a happy week? Is, is this? Hey, listen. As long as as long as people are playing football of any shape, size, or you know, yeah, I don't care what color the ball is, right? Just as long as you're playing football. And I think for the ladies, an opportunity to play flag football. I, I had an opportunity to go and do a practice with the GB women's team. And I, w- I came away from that thing extremely impressed, not only impressed with the athletes, but impressed with the organization, impressed with the coaching. And, and, you know, it was really, really well done. Uh, you know, they were silver medalists in the world championships a couple of years ago with good reason. There's no reason why Ireland can't compete with Great Britain on the flag, on the flag circuit i think i'm really excited to see it there's going to be a tremendous focus think about the focus on the emerald isle in football you've got the world flag women's flag championships coming Notre dame and navy's coming right you got three games in october and in, in, in the uk and then two in germany as well it's pretty cool you got the, the european games coming you started the steelers podcast i mean it it is it football is booming Right now, and you know, we just we just said goodbye to you know a tremendous Shamrock Bowl. So I think you know it's it's great to see the game grow and be a part of that growth in the UK and Ireland. Absolutely, sir. And there's still time for you to fly over to that. Anywho, Jeff Reinbold Show. Search Jeff Reinbold Show podcast. Search Pro Football Ireland. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. We'll answer some of your questions, uh, Jeff. Say mahalo or get us out of here. What, what do you have to do? Hey, thank you very much, everybody, and especially 888 Sports for sponsoring this show. This is Jeff Reinbold for Mike McQuaid and the Jeff Reinbold Show. We are out of Aloha.